Welcome. Today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023. That's right. May's gone. My name is Jeremy. This is my first cup. I want to say good morning. Who's here? Brian's here. Jenny's here. I see more of you, but you're not writing in, so I can't say anything to you yet. I don't know who you are. If the system let me, I would just call you out by name and say, ha ha, I see you're here. But doesn't let me do that. So you got to drop your name in the chat and say hello. So I can say hello back. Good morning, Dennis. Dennis says he extended the holiday weekend a couple of days and slept in the last two. I know you all missed. We absolutely did. Good morning to you, Kelly. Uh, well, I hope you are having a good week. It is Thursday. We do have an episode of Martial Arts Radio to talk about, hence the Martial Arts Radio mug. And... I hope you enjoy the birds. You can probably hear them. It is 50 degrees outside. I have every window, almost every window in the house open because it is going to be 92 today. And it was 90 something yesterday. So believe it or not, having all the windows open, even though it's 50 outside, it's probably 60 in here, maybe 62, which is not that cold. And I'm just gonna run with it because I'm gonna go to work and I'm gonna sit in a very hot office and I'm going to wish it was 62 degrees again. Yeah, 92 is what we're looking at for a high today. Good morning, Tommy. And yesterday I sat there and baked a little bit. I did go for a walk. It wasn't awful. It was uh, 85 to 90 through most of the day. But my office sits and catches sun the, the whole day. And here's the challenge. When you've got consecutive days that are really hot, the buildings warm up. My house is going to warm up. I've already got double shades drawn on the hot side of the house and I'll lock everything down tight before I leave, leave one window open a crack. But other than that, everything is sealed. Went to the gym yesterday, jumped in the river on the way home, something that I enjoy doing, but for some reason almost never do. It is that time of year. It's time to keep a camp chair and a bathing suit and a towel in your car. At least here. So that is what I do. What was your Wednesday like? What did you do? I had a couple calls with clients. Things went well, did some work. And if you were anywhere around whistle kick things yesterday, you probably saw that we set up a bunch of events and, and posted things. Uh, three more Matic training courses are available for registration. Two level ones, one in Philadelphia, the day after free training day, Mid-Atlantic in September. And uh, there's a level one as part of Marshall Summit in Keene, New Hampshire, and the first ever level two as part of Marshall Summit in Keene, New Hampshire. So I am excited. Good morning to you, Gad. Jenny had a great meeting yesterday. Another great meeting scheduled for today. Awesome. And I don't know why this banner is up. That's the one that I actually want to 
sit there and crawl around. Today is all meetings. Uh, I dropped the Jeep off for a little bit of work and I think I have seven meetings, six, seven meetings, and five of them are in a row. There's just no break. So fortunately, one of those is a client that I like very much and, and we get along well. So I'll be able to eat lunch while we talk. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed that most of my clients have no issue with that because otherwise I'll be very hungry. Tommy says yesterday bought three classes. Aaron from All In Weekend stopped by with a couple students. It was fun. Oh, awesome. I hope he is well. Look forward to connecting with him further. You know, one of the things that I love, I absolutely love about what we do at Whistlekick is the connections, right? When we talk about it on Martial Arts Radio, connect, educate, and entertain. There's a reason connect is first. There's a reason entertain is last. Entertainment is, impo is important. It is not our primary mission. Our job is to bring martial artists together because I believe that when you bring people together, great things happen organically. If you get the right people in the right room, you almost don't need to set an agenda. Just wonderful things will happen. And that's kind of what happens with free training day. We put a bunch of great people in a room and great things happen. Friendships happen. Minds are opened. Friendships are formed. Um, teaching relationships are forged. Looking for adjectives. It's good stuff. The downside to all the windows open, you can hear the trucks. Let's see. I think that's a garbage truck. No, I don't think that's a garbage truck. I think that's a dump truck. Garbage trucks usually are Tuesday and Friday. What else happened yesterday? Got through a bunch of email, worked on projects, sweated. Supposedly, and, and we'll see if it actually happens. Today starts a new office at this office space that I rent. If you watch any of my TikToks, you see that I have a rather small office. The ceilings are enormous. Uh, it's probably 15, 18 foot ceilings, which helps with the heat. So that's great but it's about six feet wide maybe seven feet wide and 12 13 feet long so it's very narrow and you've probably heard me complain i share a wall with the loudest individual i've ever seen on the phone i mean this guy practically yells at the people he talks to and the new office is 20 by 20 still the same ceilings i do not share i share a wall with the office that I am currently in, but it's an original wall. It's not a, a new construction wall, so it's much thicker. And it's got hardwood floors. I foresee myself recording some content, you know, some actual like training content there, which is kind of exciting. And that's supposed to happen today, except that we'll see because the person who runs the facility waited pretty much until the last minute to order the programmable doorknob because the space that I'm going into was a community space. Oh, and it's 150 bucks more a month. It's a ridiculously good deal to go into this huge space. And so I sent him a message yesterday and I said, what's going on? 
And he said, well, you know, I ordered the doorknob and, and you know, excuses, right? Like, I, I can't stand when people do this, but this, this is how he chooses to operate his business. And so if he has not done the work he is supposed to do that he's known about for five weeks, six weeks, he made sure he updated my invoice. I'm sure I've already paid my extra money today. I'm sure he billed me for that $150 extra. I have to stay in my own office, my current office, until he finishes. And he agreed he'll prorate the difference, but it ends up being $5 a day. So there's not a lot of motivation for him to do this. And that's kind of a bummer. But, uh, <laughs> just watching the chat. What's happening? What's happening? I'm missing. Oh, all right. So Jenny says, also when Matt gets home in a little while, he will officially no longer be employed by his night shift job. Today will be his first day as a full-time school owner. Congratulations. This is awesome. Good morning to you, Stacy. And Gad says, wow, congrats. That is my dream. But here in the Netherlands, martial arts schools are usually only a few days a week. And after work in the evening, not much in the culture to have all-day athletic clubs of any kind, unless you are a pro. Well, the one thing I'll say, Gad, is just because you are a full-time school owner doesn't mean you are teaching full-time. In fact, I would argue that with the clients that I work with, most of them are teaching classes less than half of those roughly 40 hours or whatever that they're working. There's so much more to be done. There's recruitment, retention stuff, financial stuff, legal stuff. There's a lot of work that goes into it, as I'm sure you know. But I would also counter that the fact that there are very few who do that, all the more reason to do it. Depends on what your population is. Something to think about. Ah, coffee, coffee, coffee. So that's really all to say about today. Possibly moving offices. Lots of meetings. It's going to be hot. We'll be, because I've been putting it off, planting the garden tonight while it's hot, because it's actually going to start raining. We're actually going to forecast and see Hopefully it hasn't updated and ruined my rain predictions. No, it looks like we've got rain tomorrow. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday aren't nearly as hot. And then we've got rain the next five days. So I'm actually, excuse me, comfortable planting. Because planting and having several days of 90 degrees, not good for the plants. All right. Ooh, what else am I going to say? Tomorrow's Friday. Hope you come by. And a reminder, next Thursday is my birthday. I'm contemplating whether or not I'm going to wake up for the show. Because I am going to go hiking, assuming the weather is good. If I don't go hiking, I would probably sleep in. So uh, I will contemplate on this. And uh, right now I'm leaning towards, yes, I will get up and do the show. But I'm taking the rest of the day. So, all right, now it is time for us to see what Frank sent us. Thank you as always to you, Frank. I appreciate you. Thanks for sending over stuff and doing all the work that you do. Thank you to Josh for our theme song and thank you to Denise for the audio. 
here we go. Frank says, now some quotes from a book he's been listening to, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. And where am I doing? I'm doing this. Dennis says, First Cup has the best theme song ever. Well, we know you like best of the best, so your standards are questionable. <laughs> it is a great theme song. And the fact that it is ours, entirely ours, is awesome. And I appreciate Josh for doing that. For a theme song, it's, it's it, I don't think anybody's going to call into the radio and request it. Not that anybody does that anymore. Um, for me, it's it's less about what the song is and more the fact that we have our own song. That's what I think is great. And that somebody from our community made it. Enthusiasm is common. Endurance is rare. People get all kinds of excited about things when they don't have to do anything about it. The biggest difference between people who are successful and the people who are not, is that the people who are successful do not stop and lose momentum and lose enthusiasm the moment a stumbling block comes up. The majority of the things in my life that I have came as a result of simply not giving up. I don't have any special strategies for doing the things that I do. If you've ever worked with me as a client, the things that I work with my clients on, yeah, sometimes it's things they haven't thought of, but most of the time it's, okay, you said you were going to do that. Or did you do that? It's accountability. It's keeping people moving along. This was the path. We agreed on this path. This path makes sense. I'm helping you on this path. You're helping you on this path. Let's work on this path together. There is no magic formula. There's no magic formula for training. You can go to the... the best seminar in the world. You can go to a you can go to whistle kick all in weekend. You can go to something that is deep and immersive and has wonderful training. But if you don't apply it, if you don't practice it, what's the point? Just keep doing. We've been conditioned that there are these shortcuts and they really don't exist. I know so many people who spend so much time researching the best way to do a thing, but they've burned so much more time in the research than they save in the process. If you want to become a good martial artist, let's say you want to learn martial arts, are you going to go online and spend hours researching and writing to people and getting references and asking your friends for context on those schools and looking up, uh, I don't know, uh, reports at the, the Secretary of State's office. Uh, are they current on their filings, right? Do they have a bad reputation? Or are you going to go, okay, this, these schools are close to me. Let me check real quick. All right. Um, the, this, I, this one doesn't sound right, but I got these two. Let me go visit those two. Because you're probably going to go visit those two anyway. See, for a lot of people, that research, that obsession with trying to understand is because they have a fear of taking action. Most of us have fear of taking action about something. I have it. There's stuff that I, I had a moment yesterday and it was as I was 
the moment just before I set up the registration for the Matic events, the training events. It's like, why haven't I set these up? I sent out an email earlier this week that said, here's the Facebook event, but registration's coming soon. I said, yeah, I know that, you know, one of them's a few months away and the other, <clears throat> other two are almost six months away. But I put them out there and two people signed up. Why wait? I knew it was important. So I convinced myself, okay, this is a good use of my time because I knew it was. And the funny thing was when I started doing it, I got fired up. The enthusiasm can carry you through, but you have to hold to the endurance. We tend to prioritize the enthusiasm. The endurance is what's most important. There are plenty of times I endure that I'm not enthusiastic about it. Tommy says, shortcuts equal wishful thinking at best in most cases. My Irish grandmother would tell us kids, please, none of you are lucky enough to not work hard. <laughs> I like that. That's our next one here. Our potential is one thing. What we do with it is quite another. I would say 90 plus percent of people squander their potential. They waste it. They waste their life. Now, if they're happy with their life, I'm not going to tell them they chose wrong. But most people I know have skills that could take them further. And if you if you ask them, well, you know, what about doing this? And, and as you might imagine, as a business consultant, I'm, I'm used to asking these questions. So sometimes they leak out in personal life. Well, hey, what about this or that? Why not try this? When was the last time you raised your prices, right? And in almost every case, what I get coming back is fear. Oh, well, I, you know, I, I don't need to make that much money. You don't want to make more money. You don't want to make more money for doing the same amount of work. That's BS. I don't know anybody who's ever turned down a pay raise, but somehow they don't see it that way. Somehow they don't see the value in, Hey, you know, I could make the same amount of money work one day less per week and have more time with my family or more time to go whatever and enjoy life and embrace all that life is. But that's not how most people see it. Most people see it that this is all they can do. It's all they're good enough to do. They get up, they do their job. They have a couple things that they enjoy that soften the misery of so many parts of their life. And they go to bed, they get up the next day and repeat. That's never been me. And I, I, I cannot for the life of me understand why people do that. There's never a reason you have to do that. Maybe you have to, maybe it is, there's a transitional time where you're doing that, but to do that and stay there makes me sad. There's always a better choice. There's always more that you could do. There's a big difference between saying, you know what? I could do this and here's what it would take. And here are the risks. And you come to a full understanding and say, you know, I'm comfortable where I am. I acknowledge what I could be. And I choose not to do that. I have no issue with that. But there's a lot of the, the phrase that 
I hear a lot of people use cognitive dissonance. People disconnect from the reality. There's a competition coming up. Why, why don't, are you, are you going to go? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to spar though, because my new form isn't ready for competition. You heard that before. I've heard that. Oh, okay. Well, it's six weeks away. Yeah, but you know, things are really busy right now. Isn't it the same price to pre-register to do forums and sparring? Yeah. So why not just go and, and do your form? So what if you don't win? Yeah, but, right? You've heard people like this. Don't be someone like this. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve the people around you. If you have kids, you're setting them up to repeat the same patterns. It's not worth it. Gad says, oh man, don't get me started on shortcuts. Learn 100 Chinese words a day. Yeah, right. Not even native speakers learn that many words in that short a time. Or get a black belt in one year. list goes on. Yeah. People want shortcuts. We've been conditioned that shortcuts exist. And I think a lot of this parallels with video games. I think this came from those of us growing up with video games and there were cheat codes and there were more efficient paths through the game, things like that, right? The cheat code to life is staying focused. It's that endurance from the first quote. That's the cheat code, but it's not sexy. So people don't want to do it. Most of the things that I have my clients doing, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some behind the scenes. For most of my clients, there's some kind of daily thing. I want you to do this every day, whether it's, you know, I've got them doing an Instagram video or journaling or training or something. And once they have that habit locked in, then we add to it. My morning routine has, I don't know, eight or nine, 10 things, depending on how you look at it. Could be as many as 15. I don't know. But when it comes time to add something to my day, it's got to go in the morning because it's not going to get done otherwise. Persistence. Take care, Stacy. And what's our last one here? As much as talent counts, effort counts twice. Yeah. Talent counts twice. I'm sorry, effort counts twice. There we go. Let's say it correctly. There's this pretty strong theme here. Just keep showing up. Just keep trying. This is this is the classic Edison light bulb situation, right? Ten thousand. He looked for ten. He looked for for the material for the filament. He knew that there was something out there that would work for the filament, that it would create enough resistance, that it would generate light. He had the rest of the, the design locked down. That's his cool boss. Took him roughly 10,000 formulations. It's a lot of different metal compounds, right? But he knew there was something out there that would work. And he kept going. And the way he looked at it, you've probably heard this, I found 9,999 ways to not make a light bulb. 
human beings learn by making errors. We keep going. We keep finding ways to not do things, which gets us closer and closer to the way to do things. Every time it's a roll of the dice. Eventually, it's going to come up the way you want it to. And here's a great example. You may not, you may see one more training program from me, one more monthly training program. Not necessarily forever, but we've got, I don't know, eight or nine of them out there now. Uh, six, seven monthlies. And I've tried a lot of different things to get more people to buy them. And it's not working. And I've put a lot of money into advertising. And I'm not, you know, cutting it off right away. But it's time to spend the, the time and effort on something else. Do I believe those training programs are awesome? Yeah, those of you who have done them, you like them. I, I've, I have fielded literally zero requests for refunds. So I'm doing something right with those. But getting more and more people to do them has not worked out. That's okay. So I put my time and energy and money into other things. Like right now, people seem to love the teacher trainings that we're doing. So I'm going to go deeper on that. And we've got Marshall Summit coming up. There's a lot going on with that, right? Persistence doesn't necessarily mean you bang your head against the wall. It means you notice, oh, there's a soft spot in the wall. Let me work on that one. Right? Hope that makes sense. I hope you have a wonderful day. Oh, today's episode. I didn't even talk about it. Let's remind myself what today's episode is. Episode 819, Adding Martial Arts to Everyday Activities. This is something that came out of the Martial Arts Symposium that I attended with a few of you. And it came out of a session from Dave Kovar, who... If you know, I think the world of Dave Kovar, he was on the show very, very early, uh, 20s, 30s, maybe 40s. It was, it was early. Uh, wonderful, wonderful man. I look up to him tremendously, probably in, in the in the martial arts world, in what I'm doing. Probably my my the one I look up to the most. And he had this concept that he talked about, about how we could bring martial arts into our everyday lives. And... So Andrew and I spend some time, spend about a half hour talking about that. And I bet most of this is going to make sense to you. But my hope is in listening to it, that it gives you some ideas of how to leverage all of your training and understanding and experience and perspective into life to make life better. As always, good morning, Nathan. As always, I appreciate you all. Thank you for coming by. Remember, if you want to support Lots of ways you can do it. Join the Patreon. We just had a new $10 person join the other day. It's great. I love seeing that come in. It makes me so happy knowing that people truly appreciate what we do. You could also buy something using the code FIRSTCUP15 at whistlekick.com, like one of those training programs I mentioned. You could also, I don't know, get somebody to watch the show. Tell people what we do. Go go out there. Spread the, spread the word, the word of Whistlekick. I will see you tomorrow for Friday. I hope you have a great day. If it's hot where you are, stay cool. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care, everybody.
Peace. Cheers.